With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You want sharp NFL insight? We got a guy. Rostradamus is here. Joining us from the ringer, Raheem Palmer on In The Zone. All he does is work out and pick winners. Raheem Palmer, all part of the Ringer Gambling Network of podcasts. You can catch him on shows like the, the, the uh, Ringer Gambling Show, East Coast Bias, at I Am Rostradamus is how you can find him on Twitter. Raheem, welcome into the show. How'd you do last weekend? Oh, Kind of a rough weekend. I was, like, really, really big on the Cowboys. That yep. was, like, my favorite pick of the week. Um, and it, it, it just felt like we had our opportunities. I mean, we were about to score before the half, and we had a chance to actually double up and score before the half, knowing that we'd get the ball first in the second half. And then, you know, um, Tony Pollard gets hurt. He gets hurt. And then Dak goes the interception. The 49ers score before the half. And then and it just never really went our way for the rest of the game. You know, the Cowboys had a positive EPA for play with Pollard on the field. And then as soon as he was off, they just lacked explosion. So that was my big loss of the, uh, of the weekend. So that killed me. But, I mean, I did have some teasers. I, I, I think I had the Bengals. And, you know, who do I have on a teaser? I had um, the Eagles and the Cowboys on a teaser. So the teaser worked. But, you know, my big play was the Cowboys. So it was pretty rough. Yeah, very rarely do I fade your picks in general. And then even more rarely do I fade your picks and then end up profitable. But it did happen with the 49ers. I was staunch in my position with San Francisco. <laughs> Uh, I'm not mad at it. I mean, I'm I'm glad, uh, you know, if any of us can make a profit, I'm happy. So, I appreciate um, that. I'm glad it worked out. The, the uh, so let, Let's look at the games that we've got this uh, this weekend. The Bengals and the Chiefs line is moving around day to day. I hopped on the Bengals immediately once uh, those lines opened up, and it, it just looks like uh, the, all, all that's happened is, is the line has shifted in the way of, of Cincinnati. I got them at plus one and a half, and now the – I mean, I think they've even moved to minus two. I'm not sure where it sits at this at this exact moment, but it's going to move even more. Mahomes is back at practice. Are you or any of the sharp betters that you talk to touching the Chiefs this weekend, or is it too much of an unknown? I'm gonna be honest with you. I think I may touch the Chiefs. I mean, well, I mean, as you as it stands right now. So I actually took a teaser. I took a Philadelphia Eagles. No, excuse me, a San Francisco 49ers up to plus eight and a half, and then I also took the Bengals up to about eight and a half as well. So I have those on the teaser. And then I was planning on coming back with the, with the Chiefs. That line has gone down to one now. Um, so I think, you know, people are expecting Patrick Mahomes to, you know, be Superman. I, I don't know if you guys saw it on Twitter or um, on Fox Sports 1, but Nick Wright actually ranked the quarterbacks in the NFL. And he said the number one quarterback in the league is Patrick Mahomes. The number two quarterback in the league is is Joe Burrow, but the number third quarterback in the league is Patrick Mahomes on one leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's I, hilarious. Yeah, so I think you, you're seeing that within the market that, you know, Patrick Mahomes is back at, 
at practice. This line has gone back down to Bengals minus one. And there's rarely a time when you see Patrick Mahomes as an underdog. So I think you've got a good positive expectation if you just tease the Chiefs. You get that through the key numbers of three and seven. Um, and I can just kind of sit pretty on both sides and just kind of hope, you know, San Francisco 49ers don't get blown out. <laughs> right. I, um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't see where that game isn't close. We've seen Burrow get the best of the Chiefs and Mahomes three times, but all of those games have been pretty tight contests. I, I honestly, going into that matchup and just without the, without the injury, the injury for me as a Bengals backer just gives me more confidence in the bet. I think the Bengals just match up really well with this Chiefs team, and we've seen that. Do you put a lot of stock into that, the fact that they have been able to get the best of Mahomes and the Chiefs without an injury over the last couple of meetings? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, the one thing I'll say about this Bengals team is that their defensive coordinator has always been you know, solid in their ability to make adjustments um, at halftime. Now, the one thing I will say is that you know, going into that Bills game, a lot of the talk was, how is this offensive line going to perform? And, you know, I think because the Bills didn't have a pass rush without Von Miller, we forget that. Uh, one of the things that I'm looking forward to seeing is if the Chiefs can really generate a pass rush here because I still think there's issues with that Bengals offensive line. And even though it didn't manifest last week, it could manifest this week. So this, this is a tough one. I, I, I need to spend a little bit more time handicapping this matchup, but I might find myself winning Chiefs just because I do think – you know, just as just as we did last week. Last week, a lot of people, they kind of overestimated the ability of the, the, the Bengals' offensive line, and that line went all the way up to six. And I'm not sure the Bengals should be laying points on the road here. So yeah. um, I, want, I want to think about this a little bit more. Uh, before we get to the NFC title game, what, what about the total? Um, it looks tempting to take the over at 47, but these defenses, like you mentioned, a little bit underrated. Maybe the Mahomes injury is a factor. What's the lean there at the, with the total at 47? You know, I'm really struggling with this one, too. I mean, this this line was at 46 at one point. It's clearly going up to 47. I just I don't really know what to do with this one. I mean, and at least until, you know, I have a little bit more stance on, on Patrick Mahomes and his injury because you just you don't know the game plan going in. Could they, could they run the ball a little bit more? I, I'm struggling with this one. I, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards the under. Um, or at least like a first half under or something like that, more so than a full game under. You just you don't really want to go under with these offenses, but it's just you got injuries. You got I mean you got the, the Bengals offensive line. It's just tough. Talking to Raheem Palmer, betting analyst with the Ringer. Uh, I'm sure that uh, if you never see Brock Purdy's face again, it would be too soon based on the way last week went. But he made it out alive another week. Um, now he goes on the road to face an Eagles team that looks like they're right back to midseason form. I have too much love for the 49ers to the point where I can't even see clearly because every time I bet on them, they win. Um, but, I mean, even I could admit, the Eagles minus 2.5 does look... That looks like the right side. What say you with the with this game? Yeah, that's that, that's that's what I'm thinking too. I mean, my model has this like Eagles minus three and a half, so I think this line is pretty short. The one thing I will say about this 49ers team is that their strength is in their linebackers and their defensive line, and you know they don't really have solid quarterbacks. Like I, I don't I don't really have a ton of respect for them, and it's just like you you saw with C.D. Lamb and D.K. Metcalf and Devontae Adams and Terry McLaurin has done to this defense. So the Eagles have two number one caliber wideouts and, you know, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. So Jalen Hurts, I mean, he's healthy. He can get the ball to him. I think, you know, they're rather dangerous. And I just, I have trouble that Purdy's going to 
I have trouble believing, and I, I'm big on Purdy. I think Purdy is really, really good. I mean, he's been lucky, but I have trouble believing, believing that he's going to go into the link and, and really be able to carve up this Eagles defense. So I think the Eagles are the right side. I'm probably going to be playing them. I do have San Francisco on a teaser, but I think this is probably a close game. The Eagles probably win this game, you know, by four, five, six points. So I could see this number moving again by the time we get to Sunday. It, like, for someone like me and others out there that like San Francisco, I want to bet San Francisco, but I just think logically what you said is the right thing to do. I think Eagles minus two and a half feels like the smart bet to make, but if it goes up to three, three and a half, are you okay coming back in on San Francisco? Do you kind of need it to get to that point in order to come in on them? Yeah, there's one three in the market on the East Coast. I mean, it's probably the only book in the world that's booking three. Um, it's right outside of Philly. Uh, if they go to three and a half, I think I'm going to jump on San Francisco. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind having, you know, Philadelphia minus two and a half and then San Francisco plus three and a half in my back pocket and just hoping it lands on three. Wow. Yeah. That would be, uh, that would be quite the middle. Uh, but it is possible. Three is probably the most, what, that, is that the most frequent result? I know that you have, uh, you have numbers that back that. Yeah, it's about 15, 15, 16% of the time. Wow. Uh, the total in that one's 46. Both defenses are really good. I've seen some sharp action on the over. What's your thought process on this one? Yeah, I think this could be a, a higher-scoring game. I, I, I don't necessarily have anything on it right now. Um, I, the, the totals, I, I'm still working on those. I mean, my, my models kind of have those right where the market is, so I'm not really seeing a huge edge on them right now, but, you know, Stay, stay tuned, and I, I should have something on them soon. Yeah, make sure you guys are following everything that Raheem's got going on with The Ringer, uh, the variety of podcasts. The Ringer Gambling Show I have is auto-download on my phone. It's absolute money. I have a futures play on the 49ers and the Bengals I put in at the start of the postseason to win the Super Bowl, and they're both still in it with a chance to do that. At what point should I be looking to hedge? Is that something that I should take into account this weekend, or is that something I should put out of my mind, make the bets that I think are sound, and then worry about that if either of those teams actually get to the Super Bowl? I mean, if shoot, you got a chance. I mean, if, if they both win this weekend, I mean, you don't have to hedge at all. But um, I think maybe you could probably hedge the other side now um, on, on probably both of them. You know, maybe play Chiefs. Um, I mean, you definitely like honestly. I would, I would probably play the Chiefs. Um, you know, you can play the Chiefs money line, or you can you know you can tease the Chiefs. That, that's a good way to hedge. Or you know, you can play the Eagles money line here, and, you know, and hedge some of it because then you know if if if, if the Bengals win or the Forty ers win, you can kind of hedge again. So it's just a matter of you know how much you want to you know want to lay off. I'm the type of person to where if I'm in this position, I got two teams. I'm, I'm probably just letting it ride at this point. Right. You know, if it gets to the Super Bowl, um, then I'm probably hedging there. But otherwise, I mean, at this point, uh, you're so close. Why not? <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I think that's my mindset, too. NBA tonight, I saw a little, uh, some of your action, uh, action app, uh, action. Oh, that was sort of like a double entendre. You're, uh, you're on the magic tonight going up against the Indiana Pacers. They're five and a half point favorites. Is it, uh, are you comfortable with that line or, or are you trying to parlay the money line with someone else? What is it you like about the magic tonight? And- I laid the money, I made, I laid the money line minus 190. Um, you know, I was watching the Indiana Pacers game last night. I actually had the under in the Pacers Bulls last night. And, you know, the one thing I will say is that I'm watching the game and I'm like, the Bulls are on a back to back 
And actually, I'll text you the ticket. Um, I actually took the Indiana Pacers when they were down, you know, I think they were down double digits or so, something like that. I took them at plus 340 to come back and win that game. And they used a lot of energy to come back and win that game. Mm. And now you got to go on the road in Orlando. So I just felt like the situational spot, it just lent itself towards, you know, or in Orlando when Jonathan Isaac is back. I didn't want, I think the lot opened four and a half. It was five this morning. It's up to like five and a half, six. I didn't really want to lay that many points, but I felt like the Magic would win this game. So I felt comfortable laying the minus 190. That's up to like minus 215 now. Um, I think you could still find like a minus 195 um, in the market, but I, I would I would just lay it just because I, I, don't, I don't see Indiana winning this game when you look at the fact that you know, they actually they had to expound a lot of energy to come back and win that game yesterday. So, And then now they got to go on the road. So I like Orlando in the name. Is there anything else in the NBA we should keep our eye on? Um, I took I took the Atlanta Falcons. You know, one thing I will say, I do like the Orlando Magic first half. I, I think yeah. you can lay the two and a half. Pacers aren't a good first half team. Um, I did. I, I grabbed Atlanta Hawks plus one. That's up to minus one and a half. I do like the Raptors and the Kings over. Um, I took the Golden State Warriors minus two and a half. That's up to three and a half. Um, I think I'm going to be on the Pelicans tonight. I haven't played that one yet, but you know a lot of stuff that I took has moved. The only thing that's moved against me is that Jazz Portland under two two thirty seven. That's up to two thirty nine now. But um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it for tonight. Yeah, uh, Raheem's moving lines, people. All right, so by the time he gets on this show, they've already shifted. Raheem Palmer, you can find his work at The Ringer. Subscribe to his podcast, The Ringer Gambling Show, and find him on Twitter at I am Rostradamus. Always money, my friend. Good luck this weekend. All right, you have a good one. More in the zone coming your way next. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.